Welcome to the Investor Mail Woman of Action Show. Today's guest is Melissa Johnson and she's going to be speaking about her 1,000 transactions. She does both flipping and wholesaling as well. Now Melissa is a mother of five, yes, and she's going to be discussing as well the mindset that it took in order to achieve her goals. She loves spending time with her kids and art as well. Let's get started. to the Women of Action show. Great to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited. So Melissa, please introduce yourself. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. So about me, I, uh, I've been real estate investing for the last 18 years. I've done about, I think close to like a thousand transactions. I kind of lost count at this point, but it's a lot. Oh, <laughs> um, I have five kids, four girls and a little boy. Everyone says that, but I always have the disclaimer, like I have twins. So I got a two for one on that deal. <laughs> um, primarily I do uh, rehabbing, wholesaling, and then I do um, like building up a passive income portfolio of notes and um, rental properties. So expertise, I just started a coaching business last year um, during the whole lockdown and everything. So that's been a lot of fun, just getting that up off the ground and, and helping people. It's been really fulfilling and fun, exciting. So what is, what do you do mostly now? Do you still do all the above, like wholesaling and the um, rehab? And, and what does that look like now? It looks a little chaotic right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I was kind of thinking about this earlier and you know, I am still flipping. I'm still actively flipping. Um, but with launching the other business, that's kind of pulled my focus away from that for a little bit, but now I'm reshifting back into that now and actually brought somebody new onto the team to kind of help out, um, with some just acquisitions and things like that. So I'm really in this building phase of my life right now. And it's, um, I went through a divorce last year, so that was very, um, that was a thing, <laughs> you know, it's never easy starting over again. And so I've, I've really been in this process of just rebuilding and, you know, really figuring out who I am, what I want, um, what I enjoy doing, what I don't so much enjoy doing. And so it's been, um, it's been a little bumpy, but it's also been very, it's been a great learning experience. I've learned so much about myself and just, you know, having the opportunity to, you know, I'm trying to see it as an opportunity starting over, right? You know, it's like, now I can build this however I want it to be. And, and I know how to do it because I've done it already. And so I am still flipping, not as much. I'm more focused on the coaching, but I definitely, I know the value of investing in real estate. So I definitely want to keep that going. Um, but it's been nice because I don't feel like I have to do so much anymore with that. I don't have, you know, a huge team and an office and all this stuff that I had before. It really scaled it back. That's, a, I mean, the hard part for, from what I hear from many people, including myself, is finding those right team members and, and the right culture for your business. Um, and now it's interesting that you decided to kind of take the step back and, and it's really the reality sometimes is that we do have different things that happen in our lives and and we reflect like okay uh, you know this was one way that i w was going but then you decide to 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 go a different direction as you as as we as we grow older and as things happen um in life and and good for you for realizing that and being able to uh 
to make the adjustment. Now, how do you do it? I'm sure our listeners are wondering, mother of five, busy mom, um, entrepreneur, doing all these things. How are you, how are you doing it? How are you balancing work and, and family and kids? Um, you know, some days it's harder than others. And I get asked that question a lot because people are always like, oh my God, five kids. So I should also say that three of them are adult children, pretty much. I mean, they still need me. I still take care of them. But, you know, my oldest daughter's married. My twins are in college. And then I have two at home. So okay. it's not quite as bad. But I was raising them the past 18 years, obviously, through this journey. So really, the way I, the way I do it is you just do it. <laughs> There's no, like, secret formula to it. You just, you have to do it. You, I mean, you can't not take care of your kids, right? And they're always my priority. Like, they've always been my priority. And so I really built my business around that. So putting, you know, the key people in place, having the systems and processes in place so that I can manage that, you know, like the business is, is systematized and squared away, you know, so that I can take my kids to school every day. I pick them up every day. I am at every single thing that they have. Well, I find it interesting because sometimes I'll get the comment like, well, oh, you're an entrepreneur. Plus you have kids. Um, how do you do it? It's like, well, it's way easier to do it because I'm an entrepreneur, because I have the flexibility as well. And I don't know if you find the same, like, yes, of course, running a business, there's a lot of responsibilities and a lot of moving parts, but I also have the flexibility that if, if I feel behind in work, I can get up at six o'clock when the kids are still sleeping and get caught up on emails. And, and then exactly being able to bring the kids to school or pick them up from school or bring them to appointments. And it provides that lifestyle and that flexibility that unless people are in it, they don't realize how, how great it is uh, because it really does bring that kind of flexibility. Exactly. And having help too, you know, like even if it's, you know, spouse help or hired help, you know, I always, I, I learned quickly, you know, when the little ones were younger, I need a nanny. <laughs> like I can't, you know, you just need help when they're still young before they are in school full time and everything. And so I actually, you know, people were like, how can you afford to do that? I said, I can't afford not to, honestly. Right. You know, and when you think about the trade-off of paying for the help. And so that was one thing that I did learn. Um, it took a while to learn that lesson, but once I learned it, I totally mastered it. I love delegating and hiring things out and just realizing, you know, like, I don't want to cut my grass. I don't want to clean my house. I would rather spend time with my kids or working on something that's, you know, going to help my business than scrubbing the toilet, you know? So it's worth the, you know, hundred bucks a week or whatever it is for the person to come in and clean for me. It's just realizing that it's okay to trade that, that all, you know, take those things off your plate, I guess, and yeah. delegate them out so that you can be performing where you are best. Um, now, what about, what's your favorite? What's, uh, there's so many different strategies with real estate. Which one's your favorite? There's wholesaling, there's flipping, there's buy and hold, um, there's the birth strategy. So which one do you prefer and, and why? Years ago, I would have said flipping because I love transforming things. Uh, now, were you hands-on? Like, were you the one doing all the renovations yeah. yourself? I never swung a hammer. I mean, okay. I did for fun, but... <laughs> Um, but I do enjoy, I, I love like putting together a scope of work. I love looking at a property and figuring out all of its potential. Um, I'm also an artist. So I think that's why it feeds my creativity, really fulfilling for me to, to be able to transform a property. But I have to say, as I've gotten older, 
and wiser and maybe a little bit more tired. <laughs> I love, I really like wholesaling. Um, it's just something that's so with the right people in place. I mean, I feel like I really don't have to do anything except just kind of keep an eye on, on things, but it's just such an easy, there's so much less stress associated with that. You're not having to deal with contractors and, you know, now I'll move on to, to the, the final three questions um, that I have for you um, for the, the woman of action. So questions of action. What advice, Melissa, would you give to your younger self? Um, advice I would give to my younger self, I think would be um, to really work on your mindset. You know, we don't think about that when you're in your 20s, you know, you're just so I feel like when you're younger, you're so much more in the moment. And so you're not thinking about all the setbacks that are going to come eventually in life. You know, you're just like, everything's fine. You know, it, I don't know. It just, it feels different. And I wish that I would have known more about mindset and working on your mindset, developing that at a younger age, instead of, you know, being older and coming into all this personal development. And I usually move on to the next question right away, but I love this. So I'm going to, I want to dig a little bit deeper into this because it's such an important piece of the puzzle. When people think real estate, they often think number crunching and, and finding the deals and all that. And, and that's great. And yes, that's important. And that's the fun part. But the mindset is so, so important. And without the right mindset, you'll either go in a direction you don't want to go to or get discouraged or you know, naysayers will come along and that's going to drag you down. So what are the steps that you have done or didn't do to, to kind of get that mindset? Because then I know that you've decided to make some positive shifts in your life, your life and, and do what you know you really want to do and create that extra freedom for yourself. So how did you go upon resetting that mindset? Um, well, I think it starts with just not even knowing that that was a thing. You know, I, I always, I didn't really put any thought into that because again, you're young and you're not thinking about that kind of stuff. But then, you know, things start happening. And um, I think for me, it started, I think I became sort of aware of that. I had my first daughter and I was 16. I was in high school and it was a very difficult thing to go through. And I love her and she's so awesome. But it, it really changed who I was. Right. And it really, um, I think that was a huge part of building my character because, I, and I didn't know this at the time, right? Cause you're, you're in it and you're not really thinking about it. And all I could think of was how, you know, how difficult it was and like being sad and being, you know, feeling like a freak and, you know, all these like things, you know, just like a weirdo, like who has a kid in high school, but I couldn't not have her. That, that was my choice. Right. Plus later that really toughened me up, I think. And it really made me see like, I'm, I'm a pretty tough cookie. I think, you know, like when it comes down to it, when things get really difficult, you know, I think we all crumble a little sometimes, you know, and, and I still do, you know, with just like that first initial, like, oh my God, you just get so overwhelmed with everything. But then I realized that I can rally, like I have this strength within me that I can, I'll persevere, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to, to survive basically. And so then, you know, beyond that, it's like, well, how do I not only survive, but how do I thrive? You know, how do I grow? How do I learn from these experiences that I'm, that I've been going through? And so I think that really is what started the shift in the mindset is just realizing that like things happen and I need to figure out how I'm going to deal with them in a positive way 
and not go to the dark place or being, you know, down and out, sad and negative and things like that, which I mean, again, there's this whole thing, right? Where you, you should feel your feelings and that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing, yes. but you can't stay in that place. It's not good for your mind, I think, to stay in those places. And so figuring out how do I get myself out of this, you know, replacing habits, you know, is a big one. Like, I don't know if you read Atomic Habits. It's a great book, like how to develop new habits, how to break old habits and develop new, you know, healthier, better patterns of behavior. And so once I kind of started digging into that, you know, I was kind of doing that before I read the book, but then when I read the book, it was just a validation, like, okay, I'm doing the right things, like really shifting that mindset and realizing being very self-aware, you know, like I'm going to a place, I'm getting very negative or I'm feeling very overwhelmed or whatever that feeling is that doesn't feel good and replacing that with something that makes me feel better. You know, so for me, it's, you know, going and sitting in my hot tub, you know, or taking a bath or I'm a water person. <laughs> These are all great tips and, and I love it. It's true. It is a mindset and, and we all go through difficult times and we've all had great days and, and bad days but it's also recognizing them and, and like you said not to to stay in that mindset of negativity or self-doubt or hesitation and, and and realizing that hey we do have so many grateful things or things to be grateful for um and and making that mindset shift and and i i know for myself um and i do that often even with with uh my three kids is that if ever we're having one of us having a bad day or there's a little bit of bickering or whatever the situation is is just to let's just stop for a second here and let's name three things we're grateful for um from from each other and you know the the little things we're bickering about or the negativity just quickly goes away because we truly do have so many things to be grateful for and sometimes you just need to to stop that that way of going and and readjust and and once you do you just feel so much better but it is a conscious effort um and it's really important to do that and i find surrounding yourself with people as well that um you know that are positive or that are like you or that are going to encourage you as opposed to slow you down or or you know the naysayers i don't know have you come across naysayers as well throughout your your journey not so much, but I think it's because I keep my circle small and I'm very conscious of who I surround myself with. So I think, you know, I think you're spot on. Like it is, uh, it's a lot about who we are with. It really does affect your mindset quite a bit and understanding that, you know, I, I came to this realization too recently, like mindset is a practice. It's not something you're ever, I don't feel like you ever completely master it. I think it's some, it's a work in progress always. It's just something you, you have to work at, you know, all the time. You have to realize when these things are happening and how are you going to react to it? Because, you know, you know, as well as I do in real estate, you're going to get knocked down a thousand times. And if you don't have the right mindset to be able to get back up, you're never going to make it in this business. And I try to, that's one of my pillars that I coach on is encouragement. I always start with mindset because if your mind isn't right, then none of the rest of the stuff matters. You can shallowly run a successful business, but it's not really going to be fulfilling and truly successful. I don't think if, if your mindset isn't right, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, if you don't know your why, if you can't handle, you know, getting back up when you fall down. 
Great. Identifying your why is going to keep you driven throughout yes. your journey for sure. That's great. Thanks for all that, Melissa. Um, what's the number one tip you would give someone who wants to get started in real estate? I, I like to tell people, educate yourself and then take action. You know, and I think having, um, you know, a coach or a mentor or somebody is helpful too. anybody that can, you know, that you can provide value to that will, you know, want to sit down and talk to you or, or whatever, but you got to come to the table with something, you know, when you're looking for a mentor, you want to make sure that you have educated yourself. And that's why I say probably the education piece is the biggest piece. You don't have to know everything. But I think knowing in a general sense and then figuring out what are what do I want to focus on here and then finding someone that can help you on that journey is very helpful. I, I've always had coaches and mentors since we got started and I still have a coach. And that's, and that's awesome. And I agree. And, and that's the thing sometimes people don't realize that investing in a coach long term is going to, even if you're paying for the coach, it's going to save you. It could save you thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars, just in mistakes alone, not to not to mention the actual action piece, right? To to integrate it and, and to make it happen. So um, I agree with you 100%. Having a, a good coach is, is, is awesome. So that's great. And then last question for today. If someone wants to contact you, Melissa, what's the best way to, to, to contact you? Well, I just launched my new website that I built myself. So I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Um, it's themelissajohnson.com. So if you go there, um, there's places to um, kind of check out what I'm doing. All my social links are on the first page at the bottom. Um, so you can kind of see where I'm at and then email Melissa at themelissajohnson.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Melissa, for being on the Women of Action Show. It's been great speaking with you. Thank you so much. Melissa, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great chatting with you once again. I love how you're a mother of five and yet you still went after your dreams. Keep up the great work, Melissa. I can't wait to keep following your journey. And if you'd like to check out another Woman of Action show, make sure to check out this next video. I'm Investor Mel, and I'll see you there.